I will say, I, I have to say, hearing it with these headphones, uh, yeah. we have really good uh, like radio. Oh, yeah. I, I've known that for a long time. Vocal fry. Vocal fry. Oh, do I have vocal fry? No, we don't. Oh, thank God. <clears throat> vocal fry is maybe my, other than up talk, maybe my most hated vocal, um, what do you call that? Cadence? I guess. Cadence so, doesn't fit. So you don't like when people <laughs> talk like this? Eric. <laughs> <laughs> Eric. <laughs> All right. I think... Um, Are we calibrated? Are we ready to go? How about we really start the show? We can really start the show. If you're listening to this, you are listening to Guy to Guy to Gut. Gotta gotta gut! The podcast where we uh, present ourselves as the utmost authority on pizza in Montreal and surrounding. Listen, that's because that's what we are. Yeah. There's no better authority figures in the realm of pizza, specifically Montreal, that are not us. So this is my co-host, Lucas, and uh, me, Eric. Me, Eric. You're Eric. Yes. And uh, and me, Lucas. N- no, me, me, Lucas. You, Eric. Yes, I. Great start. I, big man. You are the big man. So uh, this is guy to guy to gut. This is the show about pizza. This is the show about pizza. It's called guy to guy to gut. Oh God, this is already this is already bad. If you're listening to this, hello, <laughs> hello and welcome. <laughs> hello and welcome. <laughs> That's all. This is a podcast about pizza. This is a podcast about the pizzas of Montreal. Yeah. Eric and I, every week, we'll try, are going to go to a different pizza place, eat the pizza, bring the pizza home with us, in our minds, poop the pizza, and in our stomachs, <laughs> oh, now you, eventually poop the pizza. Poop the pizza. Thank you. Uh, and then we will report back to you, the viewers, mm. on what those pizzas are like. The viewers. The viewers. Yeah, they're watching this on their TV, their tube TV. Yeah, we're actually live streaming on Twitch right now. Yeah. So, uh, we're 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 pressing up our boobies. Uh, yeah. And we're we're racking in those tokens. I have a low cut top, and in an hour, I'm going to be going to the gym. I'm going to be taking a small webcam with me, setting it up next to the squat rack, and I'll just be doing that for about half an hour. So, why don't you tell the listeners? Why don't you tell the listeners? The viewers, you mean? Why don't you tell the listeners about about yourself? So, uh, uh, Lucas, what do you what do you do? What do I do? Yeah, what do you do for a living? For a living? Yeah. What I do for a living is uh, I'm a learning coach. I work with youths from all ages. Um, I love my job. It's a great job. I like working with kids. It's a lot of fun. I get to learn a lot about youth culture. So this is how you stay cool. This is, yeah, this is how I stay cool. This right. is how I stay relevant. It's not through um, hours and hours um, pouring over social media and wasting my entire life. Well, first of all, it's not a waste. And second uh, it's a of waste. All, uh, uh, I will a... argue with you on that. It's an absolute waste of time. Uh, For me, because uh, all I get out of it is torment and depression. Eric, what's your background? So uh, I, I work in video production. I'm a video editor. I've been doing it for money for about a year and a half. Um, but before that, I was doing a lot of just uh, contract gigs, a lot of side, uh, like just 
projects for friends who were willing to pay me. <laughs> Video projects for friends who were willing to pay me. Um, so let's tell you about how we got to this point. How did we end up with this podcast idea? Um, I know that like six months ago, uh, I like we, we sort of mutually came to wanting to record a show because uh, a couple of our friends do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll, we'll plug them without them knowing yeah. uh, at the end of the show because I think... I think they'll appreciate it once this takes off and yeah. we're making when, when this becomes just the biggest thing in the world. Patreon dollars. Oh yeah. my god, I yeah. can't wait. Yeah, we're going to get those uh, Chapo bucks. We we wanted to try uh, our hand at making a podcast um just cuz um it'd be fun. Uh yeah. we we both have a, a bit of a background in broadcast, though not not really like Yeah, not really. We both were in our in our uh, as it turns out same high school. We were both yeah. uh radio people. Yep. Um, I don't know if you had any other experience after that. I didn't have any other experience after that, but mm-hmm. I've always wanted to get back to talking on a microphone and forcing yep. people to listen to my voice for extended <laughs> periods of time. Um, also, on my part, I'm approaching 25 and I'm white, so this is pretty much a rite of passage. Yeah. I have to have a podcast. And uh, I'm I'm 29 and a person of color, so uh, the fact that I didn't have a podcast uh, at 21 what am I saying? I actually did. I yeah, do have a totally background. You have a background. So in I, 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 as I, as uh, as I was saying, I, uh, I, I had a podcast that ran about sixty episodes on uh, Doctor Who, and you don't anymore. Um, yeah, I also had a like a, a live radio show, a live radio show. So there was a couple of I had a couple of stints. Um, I had a, I had a like a, a shared username and password to a, a shoutcast station, mm-hmm. so that we were able to. Um, broadcast uh, like I, I did a like a two hour long music show every okay. week every Tuesday around That's, lunch. You never told me about that. Well, it's a whole other part, a whole other time, a whole life. other part of your life. You know, You've also um, in recent history uh, several times been on Mixler, not Mixler. But what is that? Oh, uh, it's that's the, right. the radio game show. There <laughs> it was on. Uh, yeah, I, I would be a guest host on. Uh, guest not host? a guest. No, no, you were a participant. I was a participant. You were. You were a game player. I was I was a gamer. Listen, mom, <laughs> I was a. Player. It's a lifestyle. I was on a Concordia. I was on a like university radio as a as a as a guest participant. Yeah, that's a, yeah, that's legit. That's legitimate. Yeah. That that one's actually uh, you know real and not shameful. Yeah, that's why I said legitimate twice. First shorthand, second <laughs> longhand. Yeah. So uh, maybe about six months ago, um, yes. we 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 started pitching ideas to each other about podcasts. Um, and we're, we're going to keep most of them secret because they might become future podcasts. I'm no, very they were, excited. Really? Because I, I think they were actually extremely bad. and oh, very, no, they were fantastic. Honestly, very dangerous to our health. Uh, yeah. Well, okay, well, we'll speak this, broadly. We won't, we won't speak This is details. also very dangerous to our health. What, a pizza every week is bad? Yes. <laughs> Eric. Yeah? I, my BMI is a problem. I haven't been to the doctor in a while, and I know my BMI is a problem. Listen, I don't know these things. You got to spell that for me. Is that does that stand for a, uh, boo much information? Uh, maybe. Is it is it's it a, a ghostly number? It's maybe very very much info. Is it? It's it's boo much information. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. <laughs> A pizza a week is not healthy, so these other ideas, the health factor, I don't I don't believe that. The other one was uh, making a new cocktail every week and getting drunk on the air. Yeah, whatever. That's one drink. So, what were some of the other ideas we had? We had the cocktail idea. So we the cocktail had... idea was one. Uh, the other one was uh, just uh, talking. Yeah, just talking, which, um, as we all know, is the worst thing in the world. Yeah. 
Just two guys talking. Yeah, unlike us now, we're authoritarians in pizza. Author- yeah, I am authoritarian. I am a, I am an authoritarian in pizza. So one of our other ideas was, uh, I think we wanted to like pick a game a week, like an indie game or something like that, and and then have like a fifteen minute just gab session about it and yeah, talk about ludology or some bullshit. Yeah, but then we realized there's like a billion. Well, there's Podcasts two problems games. that I had with that idea, and I, I realized it right away. Okay. One is that um, there's a billion of those out there, and a lot of them are, you know, there's a good handful of them that are actually really good. Yeah, of and course. The, but, and the second thing is that the reason they're good is because those people either make games or study them, and I, we do yeah, neither. Neither we, of us do I that. I mean, I, I play them. I play them a lot. Um, I like them, but yeah. I'm not going to sit here and act like I'm an authoritarian on them. Yeah. I, an authority on them. I, you got me saying words I shouldn't be saying. Yeah. Um. Yeah, authoritarian gamers are bad. Gamers are bad. Gamers, bad. It's good to play games. It's good to play games. Playing games is good. Making, becoming a gamer is bad. Yeah. Yeah. Associating your identity with any cultural, like, land, stand, stand, what's what's the word I'm looking for? Well, okay. What's the word I'm looking for? Let's flesh this word. Identifying Touchstone. Touchstone. There we go. Yeah. Identifying yourself with any cultural touchstone is dangerous. For all the reasons that make sense. Well, I mean, like the biggest problem, of course, being that if you don't have anything else in your in your life to create craft an identity around, then yeah, then as soon as that thing comes under fire or changes or uh, I mean anything happens to it, you are personally attacked by it because you have nothing else in your life. Yeah, you miserable shells of people. Oh my god, this is going down a slippery slope. Yeah, and I don't want to go there right now. But I think we're on the same page here. Oh, absolutely. So there you go. Don't be a gamer. <laughs> you nerd, you fucking nerd. Hey, uh, you play, uh, what was the last thing you played? Oh, I just finished Prey. It was really good. Uh, it's a really great game about, um, it's like a System Shock style game, right? Yeah. Um, so it's You're actually, playing it wrong, you fucking nerd. <laughs> I probably was, and I am a fucking nerd. Oh, God. Um, but I liked it. it. I had several problems with it, but I liked it. So as you know, this is a podcast about pizza. Yeah, only pizza. Um, how about we talk a bit about our pizza history? Sure. When you were growing up, what was your favorite pizza? Uh, so I have two favorite pizzas from my childhood. Okay. One is uh pizzeria pizza, right? Because <laughs> like a restaurant pizza. <laughs> oh, I thought that was the brand. I'm sorry. No, I did not like. Hello, no. Hi, I went to the sandwich <laughs> sand- sandwicheria. The sandwich. No, I had, there was a, like a. There's a, did you go to a restaurant that was just called food? <laughs> no. There was a pizzeria pizza I, that I really liked when I was a child. Yeah. And there was also uh, my grandmother's pizza, right? Mm. Because everyone's like grandmother makes the best food. So my pizzeria pizza that yeah. was my favorite was uh, Van Horn pizza. So there's a pizzeria that's on Van Horn Street that is um, just fantastic. Uh, very thin crust, very wide slices, or long slices, not wide slices. And they would slice the pepperoni um, long ways, so lengthwise. So you wouldn't get rounds. You would get strips of pepperoni. Oh, wow. And uh, it so was it's sort just, of like, like, a, like, a, like a donor. A little bit like a donor. Yeah. Yeah. But um, not, not shredded up at all, but very much like long pieces of meat. Mm-hmm. Um, just fantastic. And they'd always come with a ball of dough to hold up the the um, 
what's it called? I'm losing my words here. The, the like the pizza box. Yeah, the pizza box. Yeah, I, I that's a, that's definitely like a um like a homey or yeah. like a homespun very, pizzeria very, thing, you know, because like they don't have all the plastic tables. In the yeah. Room. So you didn't have the experience of like um having the little tables for mice. Um, no, we only got those experience when we ordered from, and this is a pizza chain that I think has closed down. It absolutely has closed down. Donino's? Oh, Pizza Donini. Pizza Donini? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I have the pizza cutter from that restaurant in my house right now. I don't have it with me, obviously, but it's in my house and I know exactly where it is. And we ordered pizza from there a, a lot when I was young. Yeah. And they always had the little plastic tables. That place sucked. It was really bad. It closed down for a reason. Yeah. But I, I remember, the, but they had like, they were, they were a big name because I, I had a, a magnet name. for that too. Like yeah. they had like flyers and well, I mean. They, mer- they merchandise themselves. Yeah. Right. Like any good pizzeria is going to merchandise themselves. Yeah. Except for Pizzeria Van Van Horn. They didn't really franchise. They didn't really open up in other places. They really just had their one store, and they still have that store to this day, I think. Yeah. And yeah, I, really, I have really good quality pizza. Yeah. And my other pizza is my grandmother's pizza. She well, would hand make her own dough mm-hmm. and um, put her own sauce on there. And uh, it was just, it's more of a nostalgic flavor, more of a nostalgic feeling because that's like, the home pizza. Well, there's something to be said about home cooking. I do think that, you know, I do, I do think that home cooking does have this, like, like, you know, I, it's, it's a little, um, it is a little cheesy to, to, to bring it up like this, but, um, home cooking does have that, like love really does have, add something to a meal mm-hmm. um, and like the care that someone will take to put into a meal. Um, absolutely. Like, there is, um, there is this food conference that was here in Montreal a couple of years ago uh, called Omnivore that I went to. And the head chef of Nouveau Palais was there speaking. Uh, she was doing a presentation. She was cooking meals from her restaurant there. Right. I don't know if you've ever been. It's up on in the... I've, I've been told to go, and yeah. it sounds like exactly where I need to go. Yeah, I think I think we'd enjoy it. We should, we should head up there sometime. That should be an episode. Um, so they, they have this mac and cheese that's there. Mm-hmm. And so she had this food demo and, and like... Basically, like we're, I don't know if you've ever been to the SAT, but it's like this, this, uh, like a science and technology center. And like, there's this, um, 360 degree or like there's a sphere theater. So like almost like a weird, um, like planetarium style place. It's very odd. Okay. So they had this kitchen stand in the middle and they were, they had cameras and like, um, projections all around. And so surreal experience. So, uh, she was there, she's making this mac and cheese and describing like mac and cheese is not a hard thing to make but it, it is uh, a difficult thing to really like perfect and mm-hmm. um her secret ingredient which she was more than willing to share it with everybody um uh, was velveta because of it really the way, the way it melts the way it tastes um because her goal in cooking and i think it really does come across um in home cooking like it's something that i always think about when i when i like i like to cook for others yeah um is that the the feeling of comfort that comes from like a warm meal from someone that is willing to give it to you and uh i I think um like the choice of ingredients really affects that uh so this choice of velveta you know like it's it's this flavor that isn't like a she she sort of thing it's not like it's not exactly a high quality ingredient you know it's processed it's a processed cheese box it's a garbo cheese but what it does remind somebody of is like 
something that's attainable and real and like yeah. it, it's it's uh you know at a like, level like i'm gonna use this garbo cheese in my grilled cheese yeah like yeah yeah it's like i would make this for someone else yeah. and then someone's making this for me like you know i'm going to this place and they're gonna make something that feels true to me on some level. right 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 so yeah uh, i think it's really sweet that your your grandmother's pizza is is something that you you sort of held on to do you have you tried making it yourself i mean uh, you've made i've had pizza that you've made yeah it's, it's really it's really fantastic well thank you um, I don't I don't use any of her recipes, but I don't think that a pizza dough recipe is very complex or cha- goes like changes from home to home, uh, at least not too much. Um, well, the components of a pizza are so easy to make, like yeah, and also like the idea of uh, what is a pizza is so abused. <laughs> well, we we can get into that later. Yeah, yeah, because um, I have opinions about what makes a pizza a pizza. Yeah, and they're very broad. Yeah, I, I think that'd be a great thing to touch on. Um, but to go back to the pizza that I make at home, yeah, um, I, I I think I make it a lot with the the ingredients that you're talking about, the kinds of comfort comfort ingredients, things that yeah. people are going to want to recognize and and want to take with themselves. I like making pizza. I only ever make pizza when I know I have a group coming over. Mm. I never make pizza for myself. Um, That's probably a smart move because I, I I had a phase where I was making pizza for myself. Yeah, and uh, I think I, I like ballooned up a, pre- a pretty good amount. Yeah, that's one of the one of the one of the problems when it comes to pizza. Um, yeah. and making pizza just for yourself, unless you make one of those freak pizzas out of cauliflower. You can make pizza out of cauliflower. Have you ever heard of cauliflower pizza? So you like you rice the cauliflower okay. and then you dry it out, so then it becomes the basis of a dough. And then when it dries out as you bake it, it becomes like a, the round, and then you sauce it. And but does it. it stay together like a pizza does? If you if uh, it's really hard, it's a very very difficult pizza to make. But see, the thing about a pizza crust is that it has to be a crust. It has to be the the foundation for everything to sit on. And if you can't have if your if your ingredient doesn't let you make a good foundation, just use it somewhere else. Yeah, but I mean, like. I, I, it's hard to explain because it actually does work when it works. Really, it's it's odd. I would love to try this. Yeah, I really would because I like cauliflower. Yeah, um, I Ca- just I don't understand how cauliflower, even riced cauliflower that's been mm-hmm. like dried and processed, whatever, can yeah. can sustain a pizza. Well, I mean, have you? Uh, I feel like it's sort of like making a, a cauliflower mash patty. Maybe would be a good way of looking at <sighs> but it. But even then, that's not yeah. a dough, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a dough in the sense that it's like a receptacle, like you can put stuff on it. Well, then you're it. making, well, then you're making a pie. It's more like making a pie than it is making a pizza, because a pizza is something that you can pick up and manipulate. But a pizza a pie, pie is, is a pizza pie. Yeah, but if it's a pizza pie, it's deep. Yeah. So that's why it's a pizza pie. No, if it's a pizza pie that's deep, then it's not but, a pizza. It's a Chicago mistake. It's a. It's a deep Have you ever dish. had a Chicago pizza? I've had um, I've had frozen Chicago pizza. Oh God! Which is well, we'll, we'll is get to as that. bad as it sounds. Because I actually I've never had any Chicago pizzas, so I shouldn't be shitting on it. Um, but so I think we <laughs> yeah. should actually we'll we'll save that one for we'll another save day. that one for another day. So I guess I should talk about my neighborhood pizzeria, huh? Um, yeah the 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 shoe f- goes to the other foot. <laughs> now. So, um, I actually, you've, you've seen the sign cause it's still there. Um, my neighborhood pizzeria was, uh, Blanche Neige on Cote okay. Neige, the yeah. now deceased. No, no, I'm sorry. No, no, now, no. Now, now they, they moved. We moved. 
we moved. Yeah, uh, spray painted across their sign. Very garish. Um, so Blanche Neige is a lot like how you describe Van Horn Pizza, uh, Van Horn Pizzeria. It's um, their dough was that handmade kind of dough, uh, a lot like the one that we're we're, we're going to review today. Like their pizza was quite similar to that. So you have okay. like the sort of bready, thick dough, um, sauce, pepperoni, and the your toppings, and then the cheese on top. And I I remember it was always like, I think the biggest draw was the pizza box because they had um like it was called blanche neige and if you're not a francophone that's snow white and uh i don't know they must have dodged a lot of lawsuits in like 30 years because for the longest time on their boxes they had a still image from the walt disney snow white Are you in the for seven real <laughs> yeah snow white and the seven dwarves their their typeface was the disney font oh my god and how uh, did they get away with that well they apparently eventually didn't because they had to paint over the well first they changed the colors of the characters so it was like kind of the bootleg okay. Snow White like fan art, and then and then they had to go away even further, and then they got rid of the the fancy boxes, and they just had the standard corrugated cardboard white box. Yeah, yeah, uh, no branding on it at all. Perfect. And uh, they also had a mural of it in the restaurant, uh, and they got rid of that too. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. Um. I don't know if that was a lawsuit based, or if that was just well. It was. I think it was more that uh, they renovated the place to make it not look like a weird Chuck E. Like Cheese, a, like a, yeah, weird children's yeah. restaurant. Yeah, but the pizza was great. That's good. And like Blanche Neige is a lot like the place that we visited. Um, in that it also had like a cast croute sort of thing, right? Uh, which is a, a breakfast snack bar for again non-French or non-francophone. Yeah, like a non-Quebecois like listeners. You can, you can also think about it like a dive or a diner. A diner is a, that it's a, it was like a diner except without the um without little things that make a diner a diner because there's yeah. also a bar. There's also a bar there. There was a bar at Blanche Neige. Yeah. Oh. They and like you could order beer if you ordered in. Oh, which is how people got around buying beer after eleven. Yeah, <laughs> it was a little ghetto, but the pizza was great. And um, one of the things that was really similar, I think. So I know you were saying that um, there was a bit of a divergence there, but they also had the ball, the dough ball, in the middle right. of the pizza to support the thing. And then that was also when I knew things were changing. Was when they got rid of that and oh, then had the table. Boy. Yeah. Um, See, I think nowadays uh, they also have tables at Van Horn Pizzeria. Yeah, I think because you got to use gone away the... from that. Yeah, which is a real shame because to me, especially because I grew up with this, the dough ball was a signifier that this was a small scale operation. Mm-hmm. That this was something that was made like day in day out by the same people who've been there for like thirty years. They're not going anywhere. But they're also not making a ton of money. <laughs> so they want to keep making good product so that they can keep their customers. But the thing is, like, if now I'm wondering, because, like, that dough that they're using to support the pizza is probably just like a cutting from yeah, whatever. Absolutely. But then it probably is cheaper to just use a table. Oh, absolutely. It's cheaper to use a table. It's table, cheaper to use a table, but also, like, because your table your table's going to be like if a, you're going to be cutting a, a, a 120th of a cent if you're not if you're not shit. making money you're going to want to cut the overhead cost of like you could that like that dough 20 times could be one pizza yeah but and then this is the thing is that it's like you know that it's run by somebody who isn't business savvy yeah somebody who cares more about just making this fucking pizza than chasing the bottom dollar yeah so it's like the it's like a bobs burgers 
pizza versus yeah. uh, you know a chain burger. For people who don't know Bob's Burgers, it's a television show. Yeah, not everybody could watch Bob's Burgers, <laughs> um, but it's a show about like a like a small businessman trying to make good product, trying to not cut costs, trying to keep the quality level of his product high, while yeah. maintaining whatever customers he can. And if you're if you work on Bob's Burgers and you're listening to this show, um, we, we well, that one was free. Yeah, and I uh, really like your show. The next the next one the next mention um, you'll have to speak to our finance guys because uh, yes. that yeah uh, please sponsor us is we what have, we're saying yes please sponsor us yeah, we, we will change money. the focus into burgers if we have to yeah uh, in a heartbeat but the point point of all that being that yes. um, artisanal sort of like that that handcrafted sense of, of food came across through that little dough yeah. ball. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that was my neighborhood pizzeria, and like we would order from there all the time, and it became such a regular thing. Like that was the pizza we'd expect. Mm-hmm. So then when I had pizza other places uh, from other places, yeah, it wasn't the same. Like uh, my elementary school used to do this pizza day. It yeah, was like yeah, yeah. Last Wednesday of the month, we'd order from the local Domino's or something like that, and like you know, it's still it was pizza. Yeah. But it wasn't great. It wasn't. It also wasn't your pizza. Yeah. It wasn't right, because you, yeah. when it's the pizza from your childhood, you take ownership over that pizza, whether you want to or not, because it's your only experience of pizza. Mm-hmm. So when you face another pizza, there's like an ownership thing going on there where you're like, this isn't my pizza. Yeah. So it's not good, especially when you're younger. I so, think that happens. Thankfully, I mean, luckily for, for you, Van Horn Pizzeria. Pizzeria or Van Horn Pizza? Uh, Van Horn Pizzeria. So Van, luckily, luckily, Van Horn Pizzeria still exists. Yeah. Um, Blanche Neige no longer is no longer with us. At least, not um, in this neighborhood. Allegedly. Now I have my whole thing about this, you know, because I I saw the bankruptcy sign on the window and I took a picture of it. Yeah. And posted it on Google, and then they said they moved. Uh, in a local newspaper, they were like, "Oh yeah, we 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 changed locations." That's bullshit. Yeah, I don't <laughs> so think I'm, that's true. I'm putting that out there yeah, right that, now. That's bullshit. Um, uh, Blanche Neige, if you're listening, yeah. we're calling you out. Blanche Neige, uh, if you're listening to this, um, please come. Please back. please sponsor our show. Uh, we uh, we love you. Please come back. Uh, don't come back though. Why? <laughs> Why? <Eric>? Why? Why <laughs> now, would you do that? Um. So what's do you still is that your pizza choice now? Uh, like if you do you order pizza at home for one? Like, if look if I order pizza from home, it would be it would take I don't know too long to order from Van Horn, mm-hmm. and but you're right. I don't on, think they I don't think they deliver that far. They they do. They totally do. They do because my brother-in-law orders from there. Though, okay, though I should absolutely start because he orders from there and Michon Talon, which is way further. Yeah, but they deliver here. Hmm. Honestly, the pizza that I order at home because it's convenient because it's all online is the double pizza. Double pizza over Domino's, over Pizza Pizza also. Wait, no, it's Pizza Pizza. Pizza Pizza does online. Double Pizza does the phone. Um, there's then, too many pizzas. Yeah. There's well, I mean, many, this is this is kind of a good, but, which is a good but thing. It's, which it's a good problem yeah. to have for us. Yeah. Um, it's the pizza pizza right on the corner. Yeah. Over there, it's Garbo Pizza. Yeah. I I, I do not like double, uh, pizza pizza. Uh, pizza pizza, especially like in terms of chains, like pizza pizza is like below yeah, Domino's. It's real, it's real bad. It's real bad. Yeah. And I don't like whenever I order it, but I've ordered it. I've ordered it like six times now. Oh God. And um. I'm ashamed of myself every time I order pizza from there. It doesn't stop me, and it won't stop me in the future. <laughs> but mm, now that you tell me Van Horn delivers out, I might it's just gonna, change my options. It's more it is going to be more costly, though. It's going to be way more costly. Yeah. So it might actually help you curb your pizza intake. Oh, 
That's yeah. a good idea. I mean, you're going to be eating pizzas all I'm across the city because of this show. A lot of pizza. So I need to just stop eating pizza at home. Yeah. That's fine by me, honestly. That is. It's a good way to get out of the house. Uh, that's, we uh, could walk to our pizza desk. We could walk to our pizza yeah. and Well, unless or, it's downtown. I'm not going to go over that fucking hill. I, I've wanted to do it. Like a good it's a bad shoes. idea. It's a bad idea. Okay, so uh, we both have something in common with the pizzas that we... So I, I order from Domino's because they have that coupon every Monday, and I think it's just a neighborhood thing. It's like 50% oh. off your whole order. That's why I only eat pizzas on Monday at home. Oh. And Tuesdays because it's leftovers. Nice. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, we we order from Pizza Pizza mm-hmm. because they have that uh, fun deal where you get two pizzas for the price basically of one pizza. So then you don't argue about your toppings. Yeah. I get my toppings, the superior toppings, and uh, she gets her toppings. All right, so uh, she wants to put broccoli on her pizza. <laughs> okay, so wait. All right, let's um, Bro- broccoli. So for your pizza, describe your toppings. So uh, the top, hmm. I don't want to say the ideal pizza. No, no. I for okay. I'm gonna okay. say my go-to okay, toppings. Wait. Here, here, we're we're gonna role play. We're gonna role I'm, play. I'm your fiance now. Okay. Um, Lucas, I want to order a pizza. That's exactly how she sounds. So you pick your toppings. I'm going to click through now. So tell me what your toppings are. My toppings are Canadian ham (laughs) and pineapple. (laughs) Oh, my God, Lucas. That's disgusting. I'm going to choose my toppings now. That's not how she sounds. Whatever. Go back. Go back. I I need this. (laughs) You don't remember, do you? Oh, my God, Lucas. No, it's still bad. It's still wrong. You just do do it like a deep voice. Okay, never mind. This bit, this bit went off. The, this bad. This bit is bad. Bad bit. And now, uh, what what is what does she put on her pizza? I don't know. She so wants to said, put broccoli sometimes. Yeah. Broccoli on a pizza, not a just terrible. Um, so is it just like pizza dough, tomato sauce, and broccoli? Or it, yeah, dude. Like actually, yeah, with like cheese, but so just a broccoli pizza. Just put broccoli on the pizza. This is not a joke. Not a joke, man. Okay, she so, puts broccoli on the pizza. Yeah, because I've heard, I've had, I've had, I've had friends who are like, oh, she yeah. did it once. It was bad. They prefer like pizza, pizza because that you can get like arugula. Yeah, you can put all kinds of stuff on it. But like, I don't know, stupid toppings. Raw onion is another one. I raw hate. onion is on there. She's not done that. Because I, I t- let me tell you, I don't. I'm gonna throw this out there now. This is my controversial opinion. Okay. I think we we we've had yours. Yes. Um, it, well, even though the controversy over my opinion is that it's right. Uh, and this one actually, my my opinion is also right. I think that uh, un- there's only two states of onion that should exist when in food. Okay, cooked like caramelized or yeah. just like cooked. Yes. Um, or raw, because what, when wait. you bake a pizza with onion, yes, it doesn't. It it only cooks partially. So what you get is this weird like hard in the center, yeah. soft on the outside texture. Yeah, it's all bad. But it like I don't know. This is just me because I have metal fillings. But like it just sets off like a thunderstorm in my mouth. It's awful. Well, I've got metal fillings too. But that doesn't happen. You got bad metal fillings. Yeah. One time I thought my metal fillings were coming out of my head because oh I God. I had a Pepto Bismol before have a sleeping. Dentist. I went to I had Pepto Bismol before sleeping, and in the morning it was just like because like you, you, I don't I didn't know this, but apparently when when the sulfur in in Pepto just sort of sits in your mouth, it just turns like this ashen brown. So I woke up and I was like, oh, what the hell. And then I went to the bathroom, I spit, and it was just it was just like this gross color. And I, I, I woke my girlfriend up and I was like, 
hey, I think my feelings are coming. I think my feelings are melting out of my mouth. <laughs> uh, I have a dentist. She's very good. Just up the street. I don't get any dental coverage or protection. Neither do I. Uh, She'll yeah. work with you. Oh, God. Oh, well, actually, we'll talk after. Okay. <laughs> so, um, um, could you don't get your fucking teeth right, man. I, I did once. That's your teeth. I know. You only get one pair. Well, I mean, and this is, uh, if I could be real for a second, I, I really think that teeth are the new, are the, um, are the new division of class. I mean, they always have been, but. Yeah, you've said that before. Yeah. Like dental care doesn't, isn't really provided by people or like for companies. Like, yeah. And dental care isn't covered by our health, by our Medicare system. No. Um, and that's the new, like we can have decent medical coverage in hospitals, you know, like covered by Quebec. And well, I, uh, yeah, that's because the the rich always find a way to make themselves superior. Yeah. And now you're saying it's teeth, and that totally makes sense. Yeah. I mean, it always dent, has been. Dental care is super expensive. Teeth, teeth, like it historically has been like a, yeah. A market, no, you're right. Market, yeah. Uh, which doesn't explain the British. Oh, but they're not even they're human. Story. Yeah, they're not really humans. <laughs> uh, British people, watch out. We, British, um, I've got it out for you. Yeah, hey, uh, Brit- Britain. Hey, Britain. If you're listening to this. You're on notice. Yeah. Um, uh, if you could throw some sponsorship money our way, that'd be really great. Yeah, um, I will totally reverse everything. I love the Queen. I love the Queen. I, I love, love the Queen. The movie The Queen. I love I, the I love show The Queen. The band. The show The, the Queen band. is really good. Yeah, I love the band uh, Queen. The band Queen, middling. Well, currently, yeah. No. After Freddie Mercury died, it was over. It, you know, right where he was in there. Yeah. Right on the halfway point of good. What's your favorite Queen song? I um. I like that okay. one where it's like... Uh, there's, there's a really long one. Yeah. Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. Um, yeah, I hate that one. There's the one... <laughs> It's just too much, you know. Yeah, it you just know? goes on. Song like should only be three song. minutes, three minutes and thirty seconds. Yeah, yeah. And even then, you're skirting a line. Oh yeah, the yeah. thirty, the thirty extra, the extra thirty seconds has to be like a really good chorus. Yeah, and and the extra thirty seconds should go to a fade where you, the song doesn't actually ever end properly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it can get faded out, and a disc jockey can get on there and start slinging ads. So now, uh, the thing that both of our pizzas have in common. Uh-huh is uh, kind of tying to an interesting conversation that I've had in the past with other people, and I think it'd be great to bring up here. So we both now currently order from fast food pizzerias. Yes. And their layering is dough, sauce, cheese, then your choice of toppings. That's true. Our pizzerias growing up, it was dough, toppings, cheese on top. What do you prefer? So I've actually I've had it both ways. And I felt both ways. Um, I have arguments for both sides here. Currently, I like my, my I like my toppings on top, but historically, I would definitely put toppings on bottom. Leave the toppings to mingle with the sauce, underneath a a covering of cheese, so the cheese can uniformly get nice and brown and golden, and the toppings on bottom can sort of uh, cook alongside the sauce, mix their flavors in with the sauce. If you have the toppings on top, you get nice crispy toppings, which is just fantastic. And so that's where I'm at right now. And that's where I feel with the appropriate toppings, you put them on top. You let them crisp up. You let them... Mm-hmm. Like broccoli. Mm-hmm. Like a roasted broccoli. Don't talk about broccoli <laughs> ever again. Because a pineapple gets a little heat on it, 
Gets a little, gets all the juices out of it. Gets it cooking. Gets it caramelizing. Makes it real sweet, real nice. Hmm. You put that underneath the cheese, and it just, it's saucy pineapple, and that's just the worst. See, I, um, I, I feel like I'm on the same boat. I do agree with you. I think like a crispy pepperoni is yeah. is oh, one of, is crispy the best. pepperoni. Hey. Hey, Give me. me that crispy pepperoni. It's me, Christopher Pepperoni. You're listening to the Garda Garda Gut Podcast. Here, sponsored by Crispy Pepperoni. Hey. Me, Christopher Pepperoni. Christopher Pepperonister. <laughs> Christopher, Christopher Pepperonister. Christopher. Hello, it is me, Christopher Pepperonister here. I am a small businessman. Christopher, and I own... it's me, your mother. Mother, I am trying to... Cheesy ho- pepperizzi. Ma, 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 I'm trying to host a podcast. I'm Ma, to... I'm trying to run my small business about pepperoni. You leave my pepperones out of this, Ma. Okay, so... as I was saying, my <laughs> name is Christopher Pepperonster, and I am here to deliver you the, the finest quality of pepperoni products uh, delivered fresh to your door by a uh, another man who is delivering hey, on hey, a bike. It's me, your delivery man. I'm bringing the pepperoni to you. Uh, thank, this is the delivery man. He I sound like pepperoni. a vampire. <laughs> oh, God. This is my cousin. He didn't pass high school, but listen, I'm trying to give him a shot. I tried to go into drama school. It Suffice to say, things didn't really pan out when it comes to where my cousin went in life. But now he's got his delivery job. He, dri- he drives a bicycle very fast. He'll give you your pepperoni as soon as you need it. If you trust me, Christopher Pepperonister, to deliver to you my crispy pepperoni. We have to do fake ads for this show. Absolutely. Um, I really like crispy pepperoni on top of my pizza. It's fantastic. But, but I feel that with a, like, I think there's something that feels more premium about uh, cheese on top. Oh, like, in what way? Well, because all of those people, think about the places, you know, all the fast food places. And now this isn't my theory, um, but I've, I've heard this. I've Someone told me this. I, I haven't been able to let it go. The reason fast food places have uh, toppings on top, cheese on the bottom. It makes perfect sense. You know, you, you, you have a line of pizzas coming down. You want to make a quick inspection. And if you ever order from Domino's, they have that little um, pizza. Yeah, tag. yeah. Where... Yeah. Uh, Hi, I'm Pizza Tony, and I'm gonna show you how pizzas. Are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, that, we, we the should, whole yes. We'll, we'll, we're definitely gonna <laughs> do that one. <laughs> um, they have this line of pizzas, you know, and just imagine like you you have to check them. So then you see it, you know that you have uh, cheese and broccoli, and you know it's a Stop mistake. Stop saying broccoli. You know that you, someone's making a mistake with their night, and yep. you know you send it down the line. But then cheese on top feels like a premium pizza to me because like they know their pizza so well uh-huh. that like oh we, we're not making a mistake for one but also it's these pizzeria places that are like dedicated to pizza like pizzeria in the sense that like like you were saying way back it's like this place that is about the craft it's about uh making an uh, like a like an artisanal pizza you know and like they they would put the ball in the middle and then and the thing is like if they knew how to lay their toppings down right they'll get pepperoni at the edges which will crisp up yeah and put- you'll get best of both worlds in that yeah. So it, it seems to me like it strikes me as like maybe it isn't, but it is generally the more expensive pizza um, when you order from a place well, with the cheese on top. Let's say we go to a pizza restaurant. Yeah. Where you expect that they're going to be putting that thought process into each and every pizza because mm-hmm. you're paying you're paying your sit down restaurant prices. Yeah. It's not fast food, right? 
Uh, it's oven baked in their big old oven, wood fired, all that, all that crap. Do you expect toppings on top or toppings on bottom in that setting? In that setting, I expect toppings on bottom. Okay. Because I've gone to those places and you still get toppings on top. Uh, I mean, maybe my pizza knowledge isn't as uh, isn't as vast, but well, I think that's that's what so we're gonna gain. I guess here, I guess right? we're, we're I guess there's we're kind of formulating maybe a pizza tier system here because like you got the right. fast food pizza, which is like toppings on top, but then it's also like not necessarily like fresh ingredients, new ingredients. You know, yeah, it's, it's fresh it's enough. Just, you know, whatever. It's they, fast food. They pizza. got at the beginning of the day or the, maybe and the, yesterday. The dough is the dough is very much like rolled through the machine thing. Yeah. And then you got the mid tier, which is uh, the pizza that we're going to be reviewing today, which yes. is like toppings on the bottom, cheese on top, thickish, but like handmade dough. Uh-huh. And then you have, and like, but made in like a steel oven. And yeah. then you have the upper tier, which is like hand, your, like your hoity toity restaurants. Yeah. Like the pan pizzas is like the, the really yeah. small pizzas that are yeah. like maybe the thin, crust is super thin, but it's like Napolitano or, or I mean, I yeah, don't, they, yeah, they slap some Italian name on there. Wood fired, wood too. fired. And like, or like all one stuff. of those ovens, this is just like a thousand degrees inside. And like yeah. the pizza cooks immediately. Yeah. And you walk into the restaurant and you have to like take off all of your clothes because it's too hot. <laughs> no, no, I don't want to take my clothes off in a, in a restaurant. Well, there's nothing less appetizing to me than the thought of someone being naked around food. Oh God. Like, uh, like there's a strip just, club that was here that had, uh, I've, it's a great way to start something. Yeah, there's, there's a, a strip club that was around here. Well, I mean, like uh, Club Super Sex had a buffet. Had a buffet? Yeah. Well, they don't exist anymore. For one, uh, I never, I never saw it. Club Super Sex is the one downtown. There was one downtown. It had the big sign. Yeah. They, yeah. They had the a big sign. Yeah. Uh, they closed they, down. Oh yeah. no! Like two years ago. No. Oh yeah. Staple of my childhood when I was curious about things and walking around downtown. Yeah. I w- honestly, when I found out they closed, I had wished I had gone. Yeah, but then wow. I heard. So the story about the buffet. There's a buffet in there, right? And there's nothing more unappetizing to me. There's nothing less appetizing to me. Yes, than naked people. And naked food. people in proximity to food. Yeah, you've you've eaten uh, naked before, right? You've eaten without a sh- without a shirt on, at least. Like out of necessity, I nod off my own arm. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah but that's besides the point look it's because it's me it's like other people oh okay make- other people's nakedness around food is disgusting i think so i agree i'm not disagreeing with you i would I'm just i want to i fried an egg naked which i think is one of the most thrilling experiences you can live through i always fry my eggs naked <laughs> or at least topless i went i once fried an egg naked it was not it was that's like- the see that's the plot line to the most dangerous game Forget that bullshit about hunting men. It's men frying eggs naked. Yeah. Alone. I, they have to be alone. Yeah. They can't be, they, if anybody else in the house, yeah, then they no. can help them. No, I, I don't. Well, first of all, if I'm cooking for somebody else, I don't, I'm not naked. Yeah. That's like, even, even with my partner, I'm not like, yeah, that, like, Hey, uh, mm, I'm going to make breakfast that's now. Not sexy. No, I'll, I'll put it's Yeah. But the thing is, it's not even about sexy. It's just like, Oh, I'm hungry. Yeah. But I'll put clothes on for mm. some for for someone else's courtesy. Yeah, put but, shorts on. I'll put shorts. Yeah, on. short. No, like any clothing that covers the genitalia. Yes, no, the genitals have to be covered. Because I'm not doing that technicality shit where it's like, oh yeah, I'm not naked. I'm wearing socks. <laughs> Whoever says this, I've had nightmares. Maniac says this. I've had like anxiety dreams where it's like, where I've been like, 
you know those dreams where you're like oh i'm doing a public speech naked no i've never had those dreams well i have like crippling anxiety <laughs> okay well that's well, fair yeah i've had definitely had dreams where it's like and it, 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 you think it's a joke when you hear about it, but it's like, oh, yeah, I, I was in public without pants. And it's like, holy shit, what am I going to do? I mean, that is the most terrifying thing to me. That and, like, t- teeth stuff. I, I haven't had dreams about teeth stuff. I've heard about them. I mean, I've been around people who talk about having dreams about teeth stuff. And that does sound terrible, but I don't think I've ever had a an anxiety dream to that level. Well, I mean, I don't know if it's, like, to that level, but, like, the thing... The thing about teeth dreams is that, like, it's one of those things that everyone experiences. So, like, when you're a kid, you lose a tooth. It hurts. Yeah. Oh, you mean great. in real life, everyone experiences losing teeth? Yeah. Yes. I thought and you then, meant everybody experiences teeth dreams. Well, that's the thing. Like, sometimes, like, a shared trauma like that, like, when you talk about, like, oh, I had, I've had a teeth, I've had a tooth dream, or I've had, like, a dream about something like that, you know, like, they'll be like, oh, yeah, so have I, because it's a pain that people can sort of universally understand. So it's, it's something that people aren't shy about talking about. Yeah. Okay. And then when you talk about like naked dreams, it's like, Oh, well that's funny, but they don't necessarily have the same dream. No, not really. Yeah. Plus if you talk about being naked, people think you're a prevert. You don't (laughs) want that. No, you really don't. You don't want anybody thinking you're a prevert. Yeah. So I, I, you know, it's really interesting that we're talking about uh, cheese on top and uh, topping choices on pizza because uh, I think uh, now would be a great time to go to our inaugural guy to guy to gut, our very first, our guy very to guy to gut. first guy to guy to gut pizza review. Uh, after this, guy to guy to gut pizza review. Welcome back. So you heard the guy to guy portion of the show, and now we're going to go to the gut portion. So the gut portion. Where did we go to have pizza, Lucas? <laughs> this week we went to a lovely restaurant called Angela. Angela, not Angela's, yeah. which I thought it was. Yeah, we we made honestly. that mistake. I on my notes it definitely was Angela's. Yeah, I have on my notepad here. I scribbled out <laughs> the apostrophe s. Um, leaving just Angela there. So props yeah. to you for having a notepad because I absolutely did not write anything down. I'm, I'm oh, relying yeah. entirely took... on my sense memory here because I am, Well, uh, um, yeah. if you were to write sense memory down, I think that's what you I wrote those words down in my notes. My notes here. Oh, yeah. Um, because my notes are very sparse. So let's go through some reviews of this place before we go on. So get sure. an idea. Uh, I've got three reviews here. One, uh, one five-star review, one three-star review, and one one-star review. Great. Um, how do you want to do – do you want to guess which one is which? I'll read all three. Ooh, that's a good game. Okay. Uh, it's going to be very obvious because I just pulled these right Okay, well, there. still. All right. I so, want to play. All right. So uh, this review is from Jim. Um, this is three months ago. So all these reviews are actually quite recent. Oh, that, that's from good. the top. That's fantastic. All right. This one's from Jim. Uh, and so I'll read all three. Then we guess. Sure. So Jim says, called them up for the first time. Just moved my office to Westmount. Boo. 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 
Uh, mentioned it on the phone and got a complimentary soup of the day. Best navy bean soup I've ever had. As far as my order, my complaints about not being able to get a decent Montreal-style pizza downtown and its surrounding are over. To the drama queens bitching about the tone of some dude's voice on the phone, you've been spending way too much time interacting with machines. Wow, this guy's throwing hands. <laughs> All right, the next review is from Felix. Or I guess uh, Felix. because There's a, an apostrophe in there? Uh, an accent aigu. An, uh, wow. Uh, all right, so Felix says, I almost thought this was a prank. I called the phone number and the person answering... So, wait, this is a... Dir- well, <laughs> Sorry, I just realized... You need to vet these things. You can't just take them in blind. No, no, it's just really funny because the review I just read uh-huh. is the direct response to this one. <laughs> Great. I almost thought this was a prank. I called the phone number and the person answering started straight up insulting me. I have to admit that when I read reviews like this, I always have a doubt. Was the customer a jerk to the employee? But please believe me, I work in a call center myself, so I am the sweetest, most polite, attentive, and smile-in-my-voice customer you can imagine. It went real quick, so I have a hard time remembering his exact words, but this is more or less what happened. He asked me what I wanted, and I tried to tell him my order, but he kept interrupting me. When I asked him to recap the items, all hell broke loose, and he started talking about my mother and such and such, and I am still shocked. Sadly, this is actually the first review I ever do for a restaurant, but I felt compelled to share my experience as it is hands down the worst I've ever had. So I'll let you guess which one that one is. This is the one star, three star, or five star. Wow, this guy sounds like a cop. (laughs) So (laughs) let's read the last one. This one's from Jeff S., from Coburg, Ontario. So yes, this is from Ontario. Yes, yeah, so this wow. is a, this is the one uh, out of town review. Hmm. Um, I'm already biased against it. A nice little spot close to our hotel. Yeah, that's good. Friendly and attentive service with a bit of training needed. Forgot ice in the drinks. Pizza was fresh and very tasty, with plenty of the toppings that were ordered. You get what you pay for here. So I don't like him. But um, I don't think he's the one star. And I don't like him. I want to be very uh, clear here. I don't like him because he's from Ontario. <laughs> uh, so, you're just going to say it? You're gonna throw that out there? Oh, yeah. Ontario? What's, what's Ontario, Ontario? Even if you sponsor me, I will never love you. <laughs> Ontario, you're on notice. What, what did Ontario what, what did it do? I don't know. I've never met a person from Ontario that I like. Wow. What? It's the truth. You've met like 10 people in your life or something? Yeah. Well, okay, that explains it. Yeah, I, mean, I don't have a very wide pool. I wish I had a pool. <laughs> I used to have a pool. I never ah, used it. That's well. Anyway, uh, so I think Jeff Ontario, has, yeah, Ontario Soy Boy over there is a uh, three star. <laughs> Let's not do that. <laughs> Let's not do that. So uh, Jeff from Ontario. Yeah, Jeff S from Coburg, Jeff Ontario. S from Ontario. Where in Ontario? I, uh, Coburg. 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 Worst part of Ontario. <laughs> Uh, he's a three star. I think he's a three star. Yeah. Cause he's just kind of pleasant. Well, that's just the voice I put on, but I mean, I guess that's how it read. I mean, it just reads kind of ple- like he's just being. Coburg looks like a nice place though. Really? Yeah. It's, um, it's like a hundred kilometers. So they, they took the pictures on the one day where it wasn't a trash fire. Well, it's a coastal town. Oh, my dog's in the room. Oh, Hey. Hi. Great yeah. radio. Uh, great radio. I'm petting a dog. Um, what was his name? Jim? <laughs> no, there is a Jim. There's there is a, Felix. a Jim. So this is Jeff. Yeah, no, Jeff. Jeff S from Ontario. Yeah. Uh, 
Um, Jeff Ass. Jeff Ass, uh, who is an ass. <laughs> this guy, we're just trashing. I'm, just, I'm sorry, Jeff. <laughs> we're just trashing the guy. He's never going to sure, hear this. I'm sure that individually like you're a, really a good person. Nice, probably super nice guy. Just a great, just yeah. a real, you know, salt of the earth kind of person. Yeah. Um, you're from Ontario, so you're a jerk. And the first guy, what's his name? Jim? Jim. So he's got an office in Westmount. Which means we're not reviewing the people, by the way. We're just saying which. <laughs> no, no, no. But because the, so, the people inform the review, the rating. Sure. He has an office in Westmount. Yeah. Right. Which means he's going to try to neg every one of the companies that he's working with. So, but but I'm not going to say that he's the one star, because Felix talking about how he was insulted on the phone. He's more motivated to give the one star. Well, I got to tell you. So I think, I yeah. think, yeah. even though he's from Westmont, I have to give him the five star. You're not rating the people, by the way. No, I hope you yeah, remember. No, no, I know. I know. No, Again, I understand the conceit here. I'm just making I understand sure the that game. you know that you're I'm not saying, re- you're I'm not, saying. We're not reviewing the reviews. That because he comes from Westmont, he's not going to give five stars. Right. Or not even. No, he doesn't come from, he has an office in Westmont. Yeah. That's a difference. Yeah. Okay, I think I can more comfortably give him the five star. Yeah. And Felix is the one star. Well, I got to say, you are 100% right. Yeah. For reasons I completely disagree with. Why? Because I think he gave five stars because it was in response to a negative review. So he's just like, oh, well, I guess I got to... I gotta, you know, balance it out the thing. Oh, you think there's some collusion going on? No, I don't even think it's collusion. I think it's just that you're sense. Sa- you're saying Jim is Angela. No. An, no. Um, an, um, an, uh, an anagram of Jim, actually, if you rearrange the letters and take them apart and add An- new ones. Yeah, and if you're stupid. I don't, I don't know what the fuck, I don't know what the fuck <laughs> an anagram is. The thing where you take letters and rearrange them. What is that called? <laughs> what is, an, what is it called? An, is it an, is it an anagram? It's what is it? the fuck is it called? It's an, it's an anagram. It's an anagram. It's an anagram. Ah, I knew it. <laughs> the anagram of Jim, if you take the letters and replace them and replace them with the letters A-N-G-E-L and A, yeah. you can actually see that Angela is in there. And yeah. I think that means that there's collusion with this review. Yeah, you know, if you put an S in Jim, it says jism. <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, <laughs> So, uh, yeah. Well, you got it. You got it right. Um, now, what do I win? You you get you get the chance to describe the pizza that you ordered. Oh, first. Okay. All right. So uh, we went there. What at like uh, around uh, seven seven thirty? Yeah, it, it, was, was, it was eating time. <laughs> it was a little like yeah. It was. I think it was a little later than than I had expected, just because I you know I was uh, on my way home from work. I and then we I was starving. Quite yeah. frankly, I was I was starving and I was really excited because this is a place we've both been to before. Yeah, it's, I. It's, it's good. I, I think the last time we went, though, we didn't have pizza. We had like I had a probably had like a patine or something, and we might uh, have been drunk. I think it was. I think we we were day drunk, and going there to eat something before like going to our respective homes and finishing the day. It it might have been that like I one hundred percent don't remember what the context was, but Neither there's something I. about that that feels real to me. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was, and I hope it feels real to you. Oh yeah, uh, that, that's this. Because, uh, god damn. Those are some times. Yeah. The unemployment times. They were yeah, rich. Was, rich with easily, adventure. Easily, like, a couple of years ago. And he was like, oh, can we really afford to eat out? Not really. So we'll split the bill and order something Yeah, just for the Yeah, we, we had a... I remember now. We had a big thing of spaghetti. And then uh, I had this really long noodle that you yeah. ended up eating. And yeah. then we kissed in the middle. Yeah, it was kind of... 
it was a little awkward. Yeah. But uh, I liked it. Yeah, I liked it too. It was, I think nice. I think I think kissing is a great thing. Yeah, more people should just be ki- open mouth kissing each other. Yeah, I was that open mouth for you? Because I oh god, what? I don't what remember do it being open mouth. Well, I'm not one to kiss and tell. Oh boy, but, but if you want to tell me something, tell me about your order. Good segue. And my order was the perfect order of pizza <laughs> because my order. <clears throat> Was a you gonna just click that in the microphone? You son of a bitch! <laughs> I'm gonna click that in the microphone because I am uh, I am making a, a a point. I'm giving you foley. All right, I'm trying to improve the the production quality of this podcast, mm-hmm. and you are giving me shit. Just tell me your phone. Okay. <laughs> uh, so I got a Hawaiian pizza. Sir, <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty dope. <laughs> It cut into four pieces. It fit the whole plate. Yeah, we got we got ten inch pizzas each. Yeah, we ten got, inch pizzas we, each. Because we were trying to decide, you know, uh, do we get uh, a large between the two of us, or do we? Because the thing is, I don't think we even this is we we had time to go together. But sometimes we yeah. were like, like yes. there might be a possibility, you know, we're we're apart and we come back. And yeah, we needed to set a precedent where we could we could order our own pizzas. Yeah, and so we could come to the review from different perspectives. Yeah. Uh, so your perspective a, being the right perspective of Hawaiian, yeah. your perspective being whatever garbo pizza you decided on. You son of a bitch, you take that back. I will never take it back. So look, I I chose all dressed because I think all dressed is a great baseline. Absolutely. Because you know, a Hawaiian, not everyone's going to go get that. No. But generally, you go to somebody's house and you're like, hey, uh, I helped you move. Uh, you helped me move. I don't even remember because I'm I'm just baked out of my gourd and listen yeah, listen I, standard i'm gonna movie. get you a pizza and beer and i'm gonna get you uh whatever and then all dressed generally is a democratic choice all dressed yes because and all dressed have... also quebecois choice uh very I, mean, I don't know if you knew this but like other places they don't call it that they don't call it all dressed no uh, why? it's a regional term why why are people wrong about pizza <laughs> well i'm glad you're on the side of all dressed on this one yeah, I am on the side. Generally, I'm on the side of all dressed. So let me tell you about all just dressed just like pizza. the all dressed chip, all dressed chip. So um, an all dressed pizza, as you as you know, is pepperoni, green peppers, mushrooms, cheese, sauce. Yes, on of course. Pizza. Um, apparently, it's not just uh, it's not like it's a Quebec wide term. And then as soon as you head to that nightmare city of Toronto Ugh. or um, the beautiful stately provinces of everywhere else yes um it's known as a deluxe a deluxe yeah because you get more than just pepperoni oh geez i you know now you say it i have seen that i've seen it too yeah i think i just never thought i never thought yeah because all dressed i think as a term is like one of those like words that translates over because it's to to garni instead of deluxe but deluxe yeah but then like it works yeah, but I pizza mean, deluxe. But then tout garni, it's like everything. And then deluxe, it's like, oh well, what are you gonna put like sausage on there or something? Yeah, but then you can just make the same argument in English. But I what? don't think linguistically that's the thing. Maybe not. I think it's just Quebec needing to be a distinct society again, which is great. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, sovereignty is wonderful. Vote yes. Well, I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna go that far. Yeah, I think economically there'd be problems. Yeah. Um, I don't think we could. Well, ever, I think like your pizza choice we, is wrong. I don't think we could ever get uh, the, the what we. I want to see Quebec currency. 
Quebec currency would be, I, I, first of all, hilarious. And so I would love to see it. Yeah, me too. But also valueless. I think it'd be valuable to everybody in Quebec. And only yep. well, in Quebec. I, I never plan on leaving. I don't know about you. I mean, I'm, I'm, I am. <laughs> I sorry, I'm just gas. No, see, see, that right there, yeah, breaks everything down because the Quebecois are noted to be a traveling people. Look, my dog's in the room again. Oh, hey, my dog's in the room. Um, all right, so, so yeah, where were we? So, I had a ten-inch all-dress pizza. Yes, uh, like yours, cut into four slices. And uh, honestly, I think it was a good thing that we both got to try a different pizzas that were available here because yep. you know uh sometimes you go to a place and they have like the signature pizza and then they have uh the other ones yeah so i didn't think that i didn't feel like that was a situation at angela yeah she had a lot of different i'm saying she as though angela was an we're actual in, person we're, we're under her skirt it was uh, like nanny from the muppet babies. yeah it was fa- it was fantastic <laughs> i felt finally like I had returned to a place of safety yeah. in my life hiding under a woman's skirt hiding under a woman's skirt <laughs> It was just, just, yeah. just. It was a real upsetting day for the, you when that subreddit heat. closed. <laughs> it was. Um, I think that <laughs> in situations where you fucking per- prevert. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> I've been outed. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> so yeah, but, so, so it, we it, we just went. And we we just had the pizza. We just had the pizza. Yeah, and there was a good selection of pizzas there. Yeah, there was there, a lot of like World Cup decorations but yeah and i noticed this because they're they they usually have a tv there but they didn't they didn't have there, a tv there there were no screens at all so uh, let's describe this place so it's a bit, yes. it's like it's a bit like um it is kind of like a diner you know it's uh it's more recently refurbished than something from the 70s like it has fresh looking wood and the table looks true nice. and it doesn't feel like it's falling apart necessarily yeah. uh no it actually it was like it was a pretty nice place to sit in yeah. uh, a lot of wood paneling um tile floors i think think no no tile floor wood floors. tile table tile table and uh those welcome mats that are like the welcome uh paper sheets that are in yeah. every diner and they're just in, the best in, right in montreal yeah um, um it was kind of a it was kind of dark because of the yeah, it was like paneling really, yeah. because of oh the, dark coloration yeah yeah so yeah. dark coloring but also gave it gave you know it was kind of dark yeah. in and the like restaurant the, itself the kitchen and the the front the front counter like it was just wide open like so you could hear yeah, all the so orders you could see in. you could see also them you know the pizza boys yeah. doing their work i don't know if you noticed but like they also have a, a big map of montreal on the wall too with like i didn't bins. notice that yeah it, it's what's it's, the purpose for that uh probably delivery zones i mean oh, i don't okay. know it's just kind of that's actually just yeah very practical yeah if I had a pizza place, I'd do that. Definitely. Um, I'd probably use a computer. Well, I mean, that way you could, you know, people could see. You could be like, I can get my pizza delivered. Well, it kind of adds to that charm, you know? Like, we were talking about 70s or, like, 80s sort of charm. It does have that sort of aesthetic of, like, and I don't want yeah, to sound too frou-frou about here, it. But. Here in ambiance, in my notes, mm-hmm. I wrote uh, pizza dive in quotations. Yeah. Because pizza dive... Should be a thing, yeah. But I don't ever feel. I don't feel like that's is, ever said and referenced as a yeah. place for a pizzeria. Yeah. But I guess that's just a pizzeria. But though there are more divey places I've been to, there are absolutely more divey places that. Serve and I, pizza. I think you know we'll probably end up coming to this at some point later on in in our in our podcast quest. But like dive pizza is also sliced pizza. It's like you buy buy the slice that's versus true. buy the whole pie. That's true. This is a like a sit down restaurant you could also take out. Um, yes. You can also call an order. So it's a pizzeria through and through. 
that also sells other stuff. That's uh, true. But well, it's not like you can walk in and just get a slice of pepperoni. No, you. there is no counter. There is no option yeah. for that necessarily. Yeah. You do have to buy a full pie. So what do you think of your pizza? Uh, I there's some There are several things that I wrote here for my pizza. Yeah. Actually, there are only three. <laughs> three uh, is several. Three is several. It's, it's no, like, it's a few. Three is a few. Three is a few. Yeah, a couple of few, several. Yeah. All right, sure. There you go. Sure. So um, first on my list here, great pull. Great cheese oh, yeah. pull. I was actually kind of envious because I was a little foolish about my uh, my cheese pull. I really wanted to eat. Yes. And I didn't want to do that thing where you lap around the cheese with your mouth, like kind of like a dog in the air. Yeah. Uh, I just wanted to dive right in, so I, I did pre-cut my first slice. You cut your first slice? Well, like it was cut, and then it was like already... Ladies and, ladies and gentlemen, you have heard it here first. Well, it was already also really, really like cut through, so I didn't have cheese overlap to make the cheese pull until my second slice but at that point yes, the pizza was it cooled down sufficiently enough that i could not pull the cheese yeah i i was able to pull it at the sweet spot you got like a foot i got quite a long pull i got a foot long pull and it was uh, several strands it wasn't just one main strand it wasn't one strong string of cheese yeah it was like a, it was honestly, like it was uh, like, like a commercial, commercial pizza. Like a commercial pizza. Well, no. Well, like a pizza in a, like a yeah, pizza in a commercial, like a not a commercial. in a commercial. Yes. I mean, it is also a commercial pizza because we weren't in a home. That's true. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but suffice to say that the pull was fantastic. Mm-hmm. So very good. The right amount of cheese for a good pull, which was very, put a place it very high on the list. Because I had ordered a Hawaiian pizza. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's very important to me with a Hawaiian pizza is the quality of the pineapple. Yeah, you mentioned uh, so you mentioned it earlier. It's the uh, pineapple on top. Pineapple has to be on top because it caramelizes. Because it caramelizes just a little bit. Yeah, it gets a it brings a sweetness in there. Yeah, uh, that that especially with ham blends the the savory elements together. I mean, well. those two are like a great combination too. They're a great combination yeah. all together, and you put them on top of a pizza, which already has a great amount of cheese that we just. We just verified with a good pull segment. Beautiful pull. Beautiful pull. Top quality pull. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, the pineapple that Angela decided to use was weak to middling. There were some <laughs> good pieces of pineapple on there. you said this out loud in the restaurant too, and I got worried. <laughs> I did say this out loud in the restaurant, but I don't think I said it loud enough for anybody but you to hear it. Yeah. Which um, well, a- historically has been a problem where I speak too loud in a restaurant. And then sometimes you speak too low. And then sometimes I speak too low because yeah. I don't have a middle ground. You just, I mean, I'm geographically in this room far from you, and I'm speaking really close to the mic, so it's not really that low on the well, microphone I mean, register. Do you want to just mumble into the microphones now? Do you want to just, is, the sort is of this how we, is this mumble rap? Oh, well, let's not go there. Okay. Oh, God. Um, so, yes, the pineapple was, uh, was kind of bad. Yeah. Which was a shame. There were a few good pieces that really made the you know the bites where those good pieces were in them shine. Yeah. But overall, the pineapple what, was generally tasteless, which was a real shame. So what do you think happened there? I mean, it was just pineapple from a, it was just bad pineapple. Oh, so like, so like when you, when you have like a good pineapple pizza or pineapple on pizza, then is it usually it, like freshly cut or it's, like it should or? be freshly cut. It should be the big pieces. Right. Okay. Right, because the small pieces that you can tell they just got like the pre-cut mm-hmm. from like the grocery store or whatever yeah. that's been but in there for then, like three like, weeks. See, so I'm wondering if the problem was, uh, so was it under the cheese or over? It was over the cheese. Okay, so see, that's what I'm wondering is like, maybe because... It, it got dried out. Yeah, because the thing is about the, the, the 
cheese on top process is that it makes everything underneath really moist. That's true. Everything retains its moisture because the cheese becomes like a shell. Yes. But then the thing is that like I think all of that moisture, like wherever the pineapple was, probably was like a focal point, so it made it soggy. Didn't have a time. Didn't have time to caramelize. Yeah, they didn't have a long enough. It didn't have a long enough baking time to let the pineapple really sing. You know, different kind of baking time because I think. Now we'll we'll verify this because you're. I have a feeling you're just gonna end up ordering Hawaiian whenever you have the chance. Maybe, but uh, I think you know a pizza oven, an industrial pizza oven like they have it at this place. Yeah. Um, probably not. It's probably hot, but not in the same direct heat like a fire is. That's true. So then, I, like the type of heat that it will get isn't the same sort of intensity. Like it'll still be really hot, but maybe it's not the same. Like because it's not like a fire. Like a fire. We can we can take a dump on it all we want, but a wood fired pizza is pretty good. Oh, it's fantastic! It's the best kind yeah. of pizza. Sometimes, no, 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 well, no. Because sometimes, no. I I will put this. At, I've okay, had, there, okay. There explain are, explain it to me why though. Because I've never is it becomes like a cracker. Okay. It's like a muck. yes. That's yeah. true. But I, you know, so I haven't had that experience of bad dough and a wood fired pizza. The thing is, it's still a good. It's still a really enjoyable. Yeah, it just meal ends up being like thin, just like thin crust yeah. pizza. And which you know, I don't believe in thin crust pizza. And we'll probably, I mean, we'll probably have to do that. I mean, thin crust pizza will come up at some point. Yeah. Personally, I don't believe it exists. <laughs> well, because you eat it so quickly. Uh, no, because it's it's uh, cardboard, not yeah. pizza. No, I mean cardboard can be pizza. We'll, we'll, we'll get there we'll later. Get we'll get there later. Um, di- to to finish off my yeah my experience, um, the last point that I have, uh, which is a point of contention, but also was a positive point for this pizza in particular. Uh, was a very cakey sort of crust, mm-hmm. um, like a hard bread, like a so like a tack, like a bit like a tack. Yeah, but um, and and that's not what I prefer in my pizza dough. I like a very I like a thin pizza dough, um, with a thicker crust, so where I can sort of you know, a good handle to hold on to, thick enough that it's sort of maintains its form, maintains its uh, stability when you lift it up. Mm-hmm. Um, it's structure, I think, is a better word than stability. Yeah. I, but uh, the crust at Angela was hard at the same thickness all the way through with just a slight lip on the crust. And that I didn't like that, but, uh, and this is why it's a detriment, but also it's a boon for the pizza, is that it created a very uh, flavorful dough. Yeah. The dough itself was just on its own very fun to eat. Yeah. Which was great. I have to agree, and I think uh, that that kind of goes into. Uh, I'll I'll use that to segue into my pizza. Yeah, I, I ordered the all dressed. So as as we've discussed, it's uh it's pepperoni. Yeah, uh, it's the coward's choice. Sauce, <laughs> motherfucker. So I had uh, I had an all dressed pizza, um, which as you know is a uh, pepperoni, mushroom, and uh, green pepper. And um, the thing about that kind of dough is that it retains the sauce it retains a lot of sauce and with a thinner crust pizza you know i think it'll just it would just fall apart and then what what made this i think you're right it is it is a fun dough to eat because it was um at least in mine there was a a really sizable crust on the edge and it didn't really taper down into the pizza itself as much as the toppings made that surface where the uh, like in the center sink because it was soaking up all of the flavors that were there right. so then all of the stuff under the cheese um 
you know, it, it steamed in a way. And like the cheese was like this like hard surface. And then underneath you had like the, all the ingredients just sort of almost stewing in there, but it's not like a freak pizza, like a Chicago pizza. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it, and this goes back to what we were talking about before in terms of, um, toppings on bottom is that you get that nice melange with mm-hmm. the nice mix of the sauce flavors and your topping flavors. And when it comes to an all dress, because you have so many different toppings, you get so many different flavors that get to mix with the sauce. Yeah. So that's really good. As opposed to a, a, a Hawaiian pizza where you only have two flavors, like a and, fucking idiot. And the, those two flavors yeah. are fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Like some sort of village simpleton who's, uh, you know, got part of their brain carved out in a fit of trepanation. Yes. The part of the brain that knows all of the bad flavors was excised from me. And now I know only the good flavors of ham and pineapple mixed together on a delectable yeah. pizza pie. <laughs> Master only gives me the ham and the, and the pineapple. He told me this is what the good flavors are. <laughs> oh, God. I've no reason not to believe the master. So I, re- I really had a good pizza there. I yeah, had, I had a really good pizza, too. Um, It was like it was that home feeling that I got. My, I think my dog is hungry. Um, It Aww. was that home home feeling of... uh flavorful dough yeah <laughs> i mean I, I, should, I should go 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 we'll take a we'll take a little mini break here yeah. go on yeah. All right, pop. yeah i'm recording now hey welcome back we so, took a small break <clears throat> because eric needed to eat a chicken wing yeah and um, also his uh, uh oh i'm picking up dog. right where i left off but, oh yeah they don't even no one's gonna know that well now they do because i'm talking <sighs> the cute doggy had to eat yeah, she had to eat. Oh, yeah, we, we had to pause the show because I was starving. Yeah, that's fine. The show's also gone on way too long, so let's wrap it up. Yeah, this is just like my uh, tabletop campaigns. I just don't know how to end a good thing. You just You just can't complete. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, uh, you liked your pizza? Um. We were talking earlier about that sort of home cooking feeling. And the mm-hmm. thing about Angela's is that, um, or sorry. Think about and Angela. 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 Think about Angela. Angela. Uh, the thing about uh, that Angie lady. Angie. What a lady. What a broad. Thing about Angela is that um, their their pizza still has that feeling. It's still you know it's it's a restaurant. They're basically open twenty four hours. Um, yeah. I don't know if they actually are, but more or less twenty two hours. They're they're open almost the entire day, and they they still have that feeling of like. This is a pizza that was made by somebody who's made pizza for a really long time. Mm-hmm. Um, that doesn't. The thing is that none of this necessarily has to be true in a factual sense. Yeah, no, because it, this other thing can be conveyed through the way it's made. And yeah, like, I, I got that impression. Like it was this really nice crust. It was crispy, but it was um, doughy in that good, like we said, like that tack way. Yep. Um, it, it, like I would have this as a bread. Like it was like a, oh, absolutely. It was like a pizza roll. Like absolutely. from from a reputable bakery. Yes. Um. Uh, and it was it was that it really reminded me of that pizza from growing up. It was yep, um, like well, crispy it, at the edges, uh, with but then soft in the middle, um, like those good slices of pepperoni, not like the small, yeah, uh, fast the, food ones, but like sad little ones, yeah, but like a good size, yeah, like the Brooklyn, not maybe not Brooklyn no. size, but they were big, big slices yeah. of pepperoni, good medium size on, them. um, and and sort of everything that makes 
uh, in my eyes, like a good pizza, a good pizza. Like I, I it's this the An- Angela is this place is the place that I um, will bring people to um, if they want to have like just pizza. Mm-hmm. Um, I if if I'm downtown and it's like a place that like you know oh yeah where do we eat? Um, it's somewhere that I'll always suggest because it's reliable. Um, it's not maybe the best pizza that I've had. Um, yeah, but you but you know what is, you're gonna get. Yeah, and it's uh it's never bad. Um, and and you know this is this this is probably like the hundredth time I've been there. I I I used to go there a lot, and it's just like the easy place to go to. It was just like the safe pick. Yeah, but like I don't want to make that be my sort of thing about this place it wasn't just it's not just a safe restaurant it i i I, it's a great restaurant it's comfortable it's homey um there were people there who were not us who were using it as a place to hang out using it as a place to socialize using it as a a central location and and it wasn't (laughs) and it's not just like you know people you'd expect at a diner who are like 100 years old you know yeah no it was young young people yeah it was just like a local pizzeria yeah, it was, um, it was. It felt like a local restaurant in a place that is, I think, very much uh, changing in the sense of more chain restaurants, mm-hmm. more bigger businesses uh, moving into this area because it's downtown. Yeah, it's, it's downtown. Where these it's right next to go. university. It's right next to like a huge, like several huge apartment blocks. Um, I think there's like a double pizza that's right next to the place. Yeah, they have a huge amount of competition. But they're there. They're they're fighting. They're producing really good pizza, and they're producing a really good environment for people to go and eat this pizza in. It, it's it's like a student pizzeria, but more. Yeah, yeah. Except that it, no, it's sort of like uh, where a young parent would go, I guess, because uh, yeah. like a student pizzeria would be by the slice. That's true, and it would also be dirtier. This is the sort of place. Angela Angela was pretty dirty. (laughs) It's pretty filthy in there, in a good way. Felt like it's that it's that grime that comes with age, not because of. Oh God, no! Let's not. No, no, not because of of like low sanitation, but it's been around for so long. There there are nice ways of it. Of course, there's better ways of doing this because it wasn't grimy. Communication is my job. (laughs) It wasn't grimy. It was. It's a lived-in restaurant. It's a place that doesn't feel. Like, you know, I don't want to say like, oh, it doesn't feel corporate or something, but it doesn't feel, it, it feels like a restaurant that's run by people who are, you know, it's not a franchise. There's, they're only living up to themselves and their name and that's all they got. I think that's what I appreciate out of that. Mm. And that's definitely what I was trying to say. Um, but because communication is my job, I let somebody else do it. Yeah. Because communication is your job and you're not working right now. This is, yeah, uh, look, I'm not on look, the clock, baby. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. I can say whatever I want. That's not true. Yeah, you know, Angela's, uh, I'd recommend it. I'd recommend it. I give it six slices out of eight. Because, you know, I would give it f- five slices and a half-eaten sixth slice out of eight. Yeah. Um, but you really want to eat that sixth slice. Yeah, it points off because, yeah, I think, um, because it is, I think it might be a lot to ask for fresh pineapple. It's not it's not cheap necessarily. Of course, of course. Uh, but you know, I think other places w- would do that caramelization yeah. thing a bit yeah. better. But I think that also hinges on the type of pizza that you're getting. Yep. Um, Next, if, if I were to go to Angela again, yeah. I wouldn't get a Hawaiian. Yeah. I might get an all dressed. I might get whatever other pizzas they had there. They yeah. had six or seven different choices. Yeah. This is like the the hungry ramblings of two prisoners. 
Yeah. How do we wrap this thing up? We wrap this up by saying this has been Guy to Guy to Gut. Yeah. With your hosts, Eric over there and Lucas over here. Hi, Hi. I'm Eric over there. And I'm Lucas over here. And we have been two guys. Yeah. And, uh, and we've uh, gotten, we've put our guts out on here. Yeah, we're, we're putting our guts out here for you. Thanks for listening to Guy to Guy to Gut. If you like what we do, or maybe if you think that we're way off the mark, let us know. Follow us on Twitter at G2G2GPod. Uh, drop us an email at G2G2GPod at gmail.com. Leave us a rating on iTunes and tell all your friends to listen. You can follow me, Eric, on Twitter at $5Dare, and you, Lucas, at Prime Beer. Have a better one.